King County. You're listening to 93.3 The Egg, North Bank's only FM radio station. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Show All right, everybody. Wow, we've done it. We've done it again. Two in one week, two shows in a single week. Saying that as if it's some sort of accomplishment, considering we haven't done a show in nearly uh, three months here. But my name is Zach Pape. If you're watching, thanks for watching. If you're listening, thanks for listening, whether it's now or later to both of those. I appreciate you being a part of the show here, especially when it's just me kind of running the ship. And that doesn't happen very often uh, nowadays. But uh, it used to be something that we would do every here and there. And you know what? Given the conditions of the world, and I shouldn't I shouldn't need a uh, pandemic to do more shows here, but, you know, everybody's cooped up inside. You know, I've been inside a lot as well, and it just seemed like the time was right to start doing uh, some more programming here. And as we get the studio kind of remodeled a bit more, we'll do more shows. And maybe they won't be traditional hot dirt shows. Maybe they'll be more music-based shows. Or maybe they'll be just different types of shows, shorter shows, longer shows, just something. We're going to start doing some more stuff eventually. I don't know when, but it's going to happen uh, sometime here. And if you see here, it looks like I'm a Twitch streamer. I might as well be dropping into Fortnite right now with this setup here. But it's uh, it's working. This is this this little new studio setup here is working working all right for me i gotta dial the lighting in a little bit to be honest not my forte but we're getting there we've we've uh we've grown up a bit since we started the show and uh we're, we're progressing forward but i i haven't even said it yet you're listening to the hot dirt show we are live at hotdirt.net as well as 93.3 the egg in north bank new york i hope everybody in North Bank is doing well, and I hope everybody in Buffalo is doing well. I hope everybody everywhere is doing well, because it doesn't seem like everybody is, rightfully so. Obviously, a lot going on, uh, but I hope everybody is doing it as well as they can. And of course, we can sit here and talk about the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, for an unlimited amount of time, but I figured it's been a while since we heard a uh, very familiar voice in the show. A staple of the show, the what I consider to be the backbone of Hot Dirt. Even though he's kind of coming to the fold a little bit later on, the, the backbone of Hot Dirt. And this is a man that has been living elsewhere for a while. Uh, he came back last summer, did some shows, and I've been wanting to get, get him on the show somehow, some way ever since. And this one in specific seemed perfect for him to be a part of uh, for reasons that will become obvious in no time here. 
but without further ado, allow me to introduce my very special guest here, Mr. Intern Co-Host Isaiah, live from China on the show. Isaiah, what's going on, brother? Oh, man, you're gassing me up over here. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. So let's let's just so, g- give me a quick little update about you, what you've been up to outside of the virus situation. We'll get into that in a minute, but just give me a quick update on where your life was before everything kind of started to happen, because the people want to know what you've okay, been doing. So yeah, so I've just been working, teaching English and stuff like that, skateboarding when I can. Um, before the virus, we were planning on traveling a bit for the Chinese New Year because that was around the same time. But then that whole virus thing came down, and uh, we've all just been stuck indoors, so ruined all of the travel plans and stuff. Where where yeah. were you uh, planning on going? Anywhere in specific, or just just hop, um, doing it doing it doing it Isaiah style and just finding a ticket to wherever <laughs> and just going for it? Yeah, we were gonna just travel a bit around China, a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm sure we could talk forever about what you've been up to, but what? Give me a little bit of the, uh, so when this had all started over there, what was it like, I guess, kind of the early rumblings of it? When, when, uh, when to you did it start, when to you did it start to feel more like a very serious thing and not just kind of like a, you know, a flu-like virus? Yeah. Um, so maybe it was the second day of my vacation and we just saw on the news that the number infected were, were it was getting higher and higher. And so we were like, all right, so maybe we should not travel like we planned, but we could still go to your parents because they live out of the city. So we did that. And the first week there, the numbers were just increasing exponentially. And then that's when we realized, like, oh, all right, this is serious. And um, the government recommended we all wear face masks. And so when we went out to buy face masks, a lot of these places were sold out and we were like, wow, this is actually like, it's, it's a thing, you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was at that point where the ball just started snowballing. How, how soon into it did they, uh, did they kind of regulate a stay indoors type of spiel and how strict was the stay indoors thing? Like, was it very heavily mandated that you could not go anywhere outside of, you know, a grocery store or something of the like? Yeah, I would say maybe within the first week is when things got really serious. And um, so in China, everybody lives in, like, these upward apartments, like big buildings, like they're tall and stuff. And then so it's just a bunch of those in a complex. And outside of the complex, you have, like, security guards. Mm -hmm. And so they can dictate, like, who comes in and stuff like that. And when the virus started kicking off, I guess each each complex did their own different thing, but our specifically, they issued us cards. So like on these cards, it had a calendar and say we went out today, they would put an X and then we would not be allowed out for another two days. Oh, wow. And so you kind of just had to get everything this one day that you went out. And um, yeah, yeah, they were super strict about like, you shouldn't go outside and take a walk or go running or something. Yeah. How how uh, how long did that kind of rule apply? The kind of you can't go out every couple of days or whatever uh, the specific I amount of days think, was. 
maybe it was a good two and a half weeks that it was like that. Okay. I mean, even now, like they still check my card, but they don't mark it, mm. but they just check it to make sure I live here because they don't want somebody who doesn't live here coming in right. for no reason. Right. You know, right. Just because like, it's still kind of, it's, it's a lingering threat, I would say. Yeah. But you don't, you, you don't feel that you're in the thick of it any longer, I guess, as far as the, uh, the peak danger. No, actually, um, it was really grim for a while. And um, because it was the Chinese New Year, just everything was closed down. We had one major supermarket near us that was still open. Yeah. But because of the holiday and because of the virus, things were just closed, and they were closed a lot longer than what they should have been. Mm -hmm. But now things are opening up. You know, there are more cars on the road. And uh, we've been exercising. We've been running every day along with many other people. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm glad we're over that hump. <laughs> yeah, right. So things start to seem things seem like they're kind of heading back towards uh, whatever normal could be right now. You would say? Yeah, within reason. Yeah. Of course, like if you want to go to public areas, there are um, huh? Oh, sorry, my girlfriend was talking to me. So there are security guards outside of like shopping malls and stuff like that, and they'll check your temperature before you go in, sanitize your hands, wow, and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. Do you feel like that's just going to be how it's uh, going to be for a while like that? Yeah, for for a while. And uh, they're a little more cautious towards me because I'm a foreigner and, like, things right. are really popping off in America right now. Oh, yeah. And so whenever they realize, like, this guy is a foreigner, like, they – they're a little more extra cautious, I would say. Yeah, when they see when they see intern Isaiah walking down the street, they're like, all right, this, this son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, Watch out. Yeah. People would do that here, honestly. I would do that here. When I saw you walking down the street, I'd be like, all right, get the hand sanitizer out. Let's go. Check this guy's temperature. Yeah, I don't know if I yeah. trust being around him or not. Yeah, you'd hold your pockets a little tighter. And yeah, oh, like yeah. That and oh, yeah. Maybe cross the road if you see me walking towards you. Yep, you're a slippery guy, man. You're like a salamander. <laughs> yeah, man. So what else? Things there though. Things are things are all right. Uh, within reason, all right, I guess. I don't know. Actually, you know what? Things are probably not all right for them. I'm fine. Uh, all my immediate friends and family are fine, but there is definitely a a state of panic here, for lack of a better word. Uh, things. Okay. There's a lot of people that are taking it very seriously, and then there's a lot of people that are definitely not taking it seriously enough. Um, just because yeah. it's one of those it's one of those things where you uh, I think a lot of people are just of the mindset um, subconsciously where it's like you know if they don't know somebody that it's affected then it's like oh it'll never affect me but it's uh yeah it's just like another government hoax kind of yeah, thing yeah right? but I, I I think things are gonna start getting real serious uh, really soon because it's only been I mean it's pretty serious right now uh, but it's really only been about two weeks maybe since it really kind of settled into the United States um and okay. that, but it's only been about 1 week since it really started spreading and we're not even uh to my understanding we're not even close to what the peak of it is so our our governor uh Andrew Cuomo our you know loyal uh, leader here he he had said a couple of days back that he doesn't anticipate the peak of this uh the virus at least in this state I would assume I don't know if he's speaking on behalf of the nation necessarily but he doesn't yeah. expect the the virus to kind of peak out for another forty five days. Uh, wow, which is a That's while. Intense. And he, I guess he had. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I heard he had delivered a 
uh, another speech. He had been talking. He's been talking every day, basically, uh, on like live YouTube and stuff like that. And he he had said earlier that he doesn't expect. He thinks this might last anywhere from between, you know, four. Uh, and when I say this, you know, I don't mean just the virus. I think the virus is going to be around for a while. But I think this current just kind like of the state. the state of what we're kind of dealing with right now, with like a lot of the closures and. Um, yeah. Like very high alertness, he thinks that'll ha- that'll stick around for between four to nine months, which is uh, wow, quite a while. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah. to my understanding, it's I think largely because the the states, you know, New York State, I mean, all of them, uh, the whole country is just not getting was very unprepared for what was about to happen. Um, the government didn't necessarily take the warning seriously. Um, a lot of corruption going on. I'm not going to make this into a political show. I could get going, get heated quick, but yeah. <laughs> it was the uh, lack of preparedness. We could have definitely dealt with this better. We could be dealing with it better, and hopefully, we will be dealing with it better soon enough. So, yeah, it's not. Uh, it's it's tough times out here. Things but are th- not pretty. Things are not pretty, but I think everybody's kind of banded together, and I think people are just. I think the majority of people will start to take it more seriously uh, soon. I think pretty As time soon. goes on, you think? Yeah, as time goes on, especially in this area. I mean, I think a lot of people are taking it seriously, but I just think, like, I don't know. I, I've got to – I just have a feeling things are going to really ramp up and get very serious very soon. I don't know when, but Man. Um, we'll see. We'll see. What are uh, What are your thoughts on it? I don't even know, honestly. Um, Shaking in your boots? Yeah, I'm not. It see, I mean, really, the common, the consensus with this type of thing is, it's really not so much, you know, how is it going to impact me? It's how is how is it going to impact somebody else? Like, you know, yeah. anybody of anybody, anybody of any age can be very affected from it and, and ultimately die um, from it. But it's it's likely that unless you're you know somebody that has a poor immune system or an old somebody that's older or has kind of uh, somebody that's or is somebody that's kind of compromised I guess in in their health yeah. that's more likely they'll get it. And the thing is like I don't I could have it right now for all I know. I don't think that I do. I certainly could. But yeah, my it's issue, man, for sure. yeah, it's my issue, and everybody's really issue with it is that you don't want to pass it on to somebody that it really will harm. And the disease is like so easily spreadable that you know you could you could have it, and never know you have it, and then pass it off to somebody else, and suddenly they have it, and you know you don't want to be that person to uh, to pass it off. So yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah. And that re- was kind of our thing as well. You know, you really got to be kind of uh, diligent about what you do and who you see and uh all that type of stuff and i think i think we're gonna get we're gonna dial it in here and uh nip it in the bud soon enough but uh hopefully people start taking it more seriously soon yeah um personally i don't think it's something like we should panic over but it's something to keep an eye on yeah did you know anybody personally that had it um not personally but within my community like just somebody in the community across the street they had it Mm -hmm. and so it was taken really serious around here and did they end up being all right to your knowledge yeah 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 from what i understand that's good 
Well, I'm glad that I'm glad you didn't get it, and I'm glad uh, anybody that you know didn't get it, and hopefully nobody, nobody you know does get it. And uh, <laughs> all we can all we can do is hope, I guess, and try our best to uh, stay clean and take care of each other. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I, the most important thing is to just stay happy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Stay happy. Stay happy and healthy. All right, well, buddy, uh, I won't keep you. I know you've got you've got a full day ahead of you. I'm sure of doing something. Maybe a lot of sitting inside, or maybe you're going for a little morning shot. Well, what time is it there anyway, right now? Um, yeah, it's about nine thirty in the morning. Nine thirty. So we've got a full day ahead. Yeah, you got you got a couple coffees deep right now, or what? Oh hell yeah, I got a couple. What's the what? Are, what are actually? What is the coffee like over there? I've always I've been curious about that. So you've got your run-of-the-mill Starbucks and stuff, and that's overpriced. But I buy coffee beans. These beans are imported from Indonesia okay. right now that I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they taste really fresh. It smells really fresh, so I'm happy. All right. All right. Quick little coffee talk. All right, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you uh, you go do your thing. Uh, thanks for calling the show. We'll, def- we'll get you on maybe another time soon here, and we can do some more stuff with you, maybe have a bit – longer calls here or stuff but i don't want to keep you up i just want to want to kind of check base on how everything's been going over there and uh give you a little update about right. about our situation here and uh just want to let the people know that you're still out there rocking doing you so yeah i'm i'm still kicking a fact that they're worried about they're worried i know um, they're worried do you have toilet paper on your end we've got some toilet got paper, toilet paper <laughs> it's there. crazy man it's the toilet paper <laughs> madness going on over here you would think it's currency i mean the the the, wow. the pure the pure terror that people must have of not being able to wipe their own ass is just something uh of its own nature so but uh we're still going all right well i'll let you get on with the show and i look forward to listening back on it in the future and all stuff right. like that and i hope you're well Likewise. love you i miss you love you too so, buddy yeah all right man i'll talk to you soon all right brother all right yep. take care yep take it bye easy. bye Intern Isaiah on the show, um, and he is in China. He's doing well, and you heard it from him yourself. You heard from him yourself, and hopefully he makes his way back to uh, stateside soon enough here. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. But we're gonna do. We're gonna. Go, we're gonna go a song real quick. When we come back, we're going to have a little virtual coronavirus roundtable. So what, before the night, uh, before we're going to do the show like this here, we're going to have some people in the studio. We're going to have Clay from South Bank in studio. We're going to have Hurricane Tane in studio because I know he was going to be in town. But uh, with all the social distancing going on and the the willingness to not want to give the virus to somebody else, we uh, we're gonna do this virtually. We're gonna have both the guys on the phones. We're gonna talk this thing out, and I think they've got a plan in place or something of the like. And we are uh, I think they're gonna solve it. So we're gonna head to a song real quick. When we come back, Clay and Hurricane Tane on the Hot Dirt Show. Stick with us. Back in just a moment.
right, everybody, welcome back to the Hot Dirt Show. We are live here at hotdirt.net, as well as 93.3, the egg in North Bank, New York, North Bank's only FM radio station broadcasting news, sports, and all the best hits from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and up until 2005. It's an incredible mix of music. And on the phones here, we're going to get right into it. Waste no time. No time deserves to be wasted with these two gentlemen here. On the phones, Hurricane Tane and Clay in the South Bank. Welcome to the back to the program, you guys. How are you? Good. Well, how y'all doing? Hey there, Zach. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm glad. I'm glad to get you both on the phone at the same time here. This technology is something else. We're actually not too far away from each other. Yeah, he's right down the road at his shop, and I'm here stuck in the Elks Lodge uh, right out here in South Bank and uh, can say that the quarantine thing's been getting pretty wild, yeah. Have you, uh, so how, well, before we get into the whole uh, quarantine scenario, what what have you guys been up to, both of you? I mean, firstly, Hurricane, why, what are you in town for to begin with? Oh, uh, well, I'll, I'll... See, the problem is is that I, I was going to get into the whole reason why I had ended up in South Bank. Uh, I know that South Bank is the epicenter of all this going on. And uh, when we got to our our main talking points, I was hoping to talk about it then of why I'm here. But uh, there's a little bit of inside information I have about the uh, COVID virus. And I was actually here to meet a... Uh, health uh administrative contract and we just figured we'd go somewhere low key so lo and behold he picked the uh south bank you know elks lodge so mm-hmm. i agreed i'm always comfortable there uh, i have my i got my flyer uh chips i got a couple chips from the last time i was there to get mm-hmm. a few drinks so i figured you know might as well just go there and see what's going on so yeah well it's good to have you back in in uh in town i would say i'd come and meet you for a drink but i think that's kind of outside of what the uh it's the recommendations you know are. i think we should all be responsible i feel partially responsible doing this but you know it's just uh it business thing we're all clean right now i took a test i don't have it so we're all good um but i i do respect not having us in the studio uh i was supposed to meet up with clay possibly to discuss some things but we figured it'd be a better idea just to stay away from one another good move clay what have you been in what's been going on with you yeah yeah i have a lot of respect for what hurricane tane's been doing and all the effort he's put forward towards all this trying to get it solved and get it under control um what i've been doing zach i i just been at the shop working away and i was working and working like usual ain't no thing and all of a sudden i had people coming in talking about this virus and uh eventually you know it it turned out being the whole community was coming and say hey you know clay we we bring our cars to you to fix it could you fix this situation with this virus and i said you know i i I try to figure it out and uh that that is the that is the i've been thinking about wait 
I've been thinking about ways we can solve this thing and ways we can combat it and uh, really kick its ass out of town because we don't like it. We don't like it here in South Bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely don't like the Corona COVID kind around here. I'll be the first to say it. If you're if you if you're not COVID positive, but you are the actual virus molecule, okay? And I've been studying you for a long time. If you are the actual molecule, you don't have any welcoming in this town. I can tell you that right now. No molecule. You're a long way from home, boy. <laughs> you've got a strict you've got a strict no COVID molecule in, uh, rule enforcing starting right now. Yep. So I hear you guys are neutralizing molecules. Mm-mm. So I hear I hear you guys are kind of working on figuring this kind of virus out together. And I don't know. I've I heard very little about this. So it, I apologize if I get the kind of terminology wrong. I don't know to what extent you guys are working on this. Um, well, what, Zach, what would you like to know first? And Clay and I can do our best to try to bring to light anything that you need. So what, what were your first feelings, uh, Tane, as far as once you heard about the outbreak around, about, of this around town, where did your mind go first? The first, honestly, okay, so you know where I'm normally in Crown Point, okay? Mm-hmm. You know I'm in Crown Point. You know that's where I reside and where my life's blood is spent. But I will say, you know, it's hard, it's hard for me to say this and, and carry my conviction in it, but... Uh, South Bank is my home away from home, okay? And when I heard how South Bank was the epicenter of it, I just knew I had to do something. So I, you know how I like to dabble in a little bit of things here and there. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. You're a renaissance man. So a little bit. I would, Now, Zach, I'm humbled, but you, you know that. I don't think of myself in that way. I just try to do a little bit, give a little bit back. Okay. So... I knew that there's been multiple times. See, the thing is I, I put one thing together and I was like, I can help. And I, and the whole entire time I didn't realize that I had one of the greatest tools underneath my nose. Well, actually underneath my mustache, but uh, underneath that near my nose, I had this idea and I figured, you know, one thing I always thought about these whales, they're great. They're healthy whales. One of the some of the best whales in the world. Okay, you know that. I know that. Mm-hmm. The guy next door knows that. They are never sick. They have a beautiful immune systems. And I'm thinking, well, if there's one thing I can do, I can see what the uh, COVID strain does and affects a whale. And it turns out that a lot of the research that I was able to do was done and conducted safe because they're in water and they're, they're a water animal and the COVID uh, uh, misnamed virus, the real name, we'll talk later about it, but the COVID-19 virus is, uh, you know, it it doesn't come out of water. So it allows me to do research and uh, get further into finding something. And I think me and my scientists are, pretty close to figuring out how to get a uh, a vaccine possibly or some sort of uh, remedy of some sorts that's going to be using whale DNA. 
That's incredible. And for yeah. for those who do, for those who didn't already know, uh, Tain is a well known whale farmer and a uh, a maker of rugs and many things that we won't get into now. But what we need right. what we need to really draw our attention to is the whale scenario. This is something not a lot of people are work, working to, uh, with. People, yeah, the, they think it's about the whales. They think to test it on, you know, normally they'll test stuff like this on, I don't know, lab rats. And now they've been doing a lot. They've been starting to do some human trials with some sort of vaccines. But why not use the whales? Is it is it just like a line of thinking that most people don't turn their brain towards? Or I, I don't get it. Because it seems like you always have it dialed in knowing what to do, what and when and with what. I guess, see, you know, a lot, I'll be honest with you. If I knew everything all the time, I would have probably been able to cure cancer by now, just given circumstantial things. But the problem is that I don't, there's there's a lot of stuff that happens, okay? And uh, these are, they come across kind of by happenstance. And I just know when opportunity and luck and a little bit of wisdom come together in a in a vivisection, and I know that at that moment I need to seize it, and I'm going to use the whales. I I just thought, oh man, they don't get sick. We'll do some research. I'll try to give one of them the COVID virus, and then we found that it actually isn't what people think it is. And then when the whales got it, I was able to look at it and research it due to them being underwater. And I was able to actually see what the COVID molecule and virus is. So that's what really pushed forward into this development. It, it, it's a lot of luck there. And I couldn't have done it without then being able to contact Clay. And we need to run a trial, kind of get it out there, promote it, and also kind of do something for the community, my second home, that South Bank. Mm-hmm. And so I called Clay, one of... If there's anyone, you know this, if there's anyone in South Bank that knows South Bank by the mm-hmm. back of their hand, yeah. it's Clay. So that's well, sort of why we went we went that way. And now now we're going to bring a, a vaccination whale and a couple of things down to a, a thing that I'll let Clay share that he's going to throw on. Yeah. And before we get to you, Clay, I just want to say a couple of things. Firstly, thanks for your work with the, the whales and kind of – Putting them, putting them to the test with this vaccine. Everybody appreciates it. And everybody also appreciates, I'll speak on behalf of South Bank, though I'm not a resident personally, um, everybody appreciates your love for South Bank. So that that, oh, is, that is very much something to not take lightly. It's, it's the, uh, it's the, they always say that South Bank is the city of good behavior, so. They do say that. And, and kind of jumping off your point with Clay, just to kind of put this in perspective, not not a lot of pe- not a lot of our listeners um, that live outside of North Bank and South Bank go towards that area. That's not a very heavily trafficked area. It's kind of it's a it's a it's a diamond in the rust, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but just and, to it's, ca- and it's a hard it's a hard kind of. There's no easy way to get to it. You got to take side roads. There's no highways. No highways. So it, I mean, you you, you may as it's you, it may as well be hidden behind a bookshelf for all for all I'm concerned. It's one of those things that you just. You don't know you're there until you're kind of there. And then once you get there, you never want to leave. Absolutely. That, that's true. That's true. And uh, 
reason being, uh, state and federal legislation has given us a permit to handle this situation in any manner we decide is right. So wow. that being said, we have a few options. We want to run by the citizens of South Bank and see which one is most feasible. Okay. And, um, yeah, and we're going to, I, I want to say I do love everyone, but especially everyone, my, my brothers and sisters in South Bank. And, uh, I believe we're going to get through this and we're going to, we're going to kick it in the keister. And you're going to come back uh, stronger. And, uh, that's right. And I, I really don't know what to do, Zach, but we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't I don't doubt that. I guess. I don't, and that's the thing. That's that's why I love getting you guys on the phone. I don't doubt anything that you say. There's a lot of people that come onto the show that I'm like kind of skeptical about. Pastor Carpet gives me, I don't know. I don't know if I trust everything that, guy, that Carpet says. But you, when you uh, guys, he's, he's a good guy though, Zach. Oh, he's a he great. Means well. He's a great guy. He's just he's the type of guy that has so many ideas. That you know, you know, not all of them are going to happen, and they're great ideas. Absolutely, he's accumulated a whole lot of money in the name of the Lord, also, which he has. It does raise a couple questions. Mm -hmm. Something to not bad an eye at, but uh, yeah. So Clay, Clay, what are what are some of the what are some of the ideas you guys have been kind of tossing around as far as to help with the with the virus? If you want to get into that, I don't know if I'm overstepping my bounds here. First, first off, I want to say you know we could. We could continue what we're doing right now. Our current effort is to be locked down and to isolate and to run and hide from this virus. And uh, so what in my opinion, that's just un-American. Yeah. I mean, when when have we been invaded before mm-hmm. and we all just sit in our house sucking our thumbs? Never. We're getting invaded right now and we can choose to lock the doors. And we can become weaker while the virus is out running around in our town, getting stronger. And then, you know, when we come back out into society, we're going to be all weak and the virus is going to be strong and it's going to it's going to take us out. Yep. See, and, I, uh, I think I think the issue with it is that because we can't see the virus. People don't. People are like, "What are we supposed to be fighting? What are we? What are we going to fight? I can't see it. I just what? Is, what if it comes in through my door and I never see it? You know." But they've got to. They've got to. In my opinion, they have to start looking at the virus like it's the enemy, and you've got to want to get outside well, yeah, of your how house. You gonna, how you going? How you going? Hit if you never swing, Zach. Bingo. How you going to hit if you never swing? Bingo. Exactly. Well, what we have come up with is an idea. Of a festival setting where we bring where we bring we bring everybody in town together for a festival for a great time, and we try to get this we try to get this virus in the groove, you know, try to ease this virus down, calm it down. Put some good tunes on. Get the dancing going. Okay. Um, at this festival, which I said, free of charge for all South Bank citizens 
And uh, there will be an open bar for citizens 21 and over. Wow. And we'll be serving Bush Ice and uh, Corona. Okay. Corona of course. Ex- of course. Yeah, we, we contacted them, and they're happy to to uh, contribute, you know, for all the damage they've caused, you know. So yeah. Um, there, there will also be a Purell tub wrestling <laughs> and uh, a, a Clorox dunk tank, you know, so the kids and – Everyone in town who's up for it can have a real good time and stay stay clean and sanitary, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, if if we do decide to put on this festival, we we're gonna bring Terry the whale out, aka Captain COVID, and that is the uh, the test whale from from Tane's Whale Farm. Yeah, and we're gonna have a meet and greet. The kids can come and look at him in his containment tank, and. Uh, yeah, he'll be there probably for the first three days, and then we'll take him back so they can continue testing on him and uh, put him back in a bigger tank because we don't want to keep him there too long in that little tank. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, and I just uh, wanted. To... I was just, I was just going to list off all the uh, attractions we got at the festival, and then we can we can get into the the rest of it. Go ahead. There uh, is also going to be a toilet paper castle building contest, which uh, will be judged on Friday. And uh, live music from Rat with two T's. Uh, And also Uncle Fester. Everyone in South Bank knows Uncle Fester. It's South Bank's best band, period. They're going to be playing. And uh, we also... We do, even though this whole plan of setting this festival up and getting all the townspeople together is to combat the virus and build an immunity to it together collectively, we do know that some people are just not going to make it through this. And we have containment tanks for the elderly and those with especially weak immunity to to be reserved in so we have these tanks set aside they're climate controlled they're hepa filtration and uh they're clear um it's it's a patent design very very modern design on these containment tanks um tane has been working on these for years all his all his whales have been in these tanks for years and they've just been getting better and better there's there's no way for the virus to get in the tank once the door is closed and uh, there's no way for it to get out of it either. So it's, it's very great. So our elderly population will be safe and at the festival having a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we do also have a batting cage. Of course. And uh, that's, another containment tank full of bats and um you uh can test out all of contains product which is uh, a suit gloves and uh reusable whale leather masks which are great for this mm, yep and um yeah you just hop in that tank and you come out and they test you right on the spot and uh that way you can get this gear and you can go anywhere. You can leave South Bank after the festival. You don't have to worry about any of this. So from the sounds from the sounds of this, it seems like the, the South Bank Festival is 
super fun, firstly, super informative, and it also sets people up to be very safe during and after the fact with with the addition of these suits that they can take. That's the whole idea. You know, we don't, I'm always having fun fixing things and I ain't going to treat this any different. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And where 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 is this uh, festival taking place anyway? Is this down in the South Bank Commons or is this somewhere else? Um, it's in Richardson Park. Oh, okay, okay, beautiful yeah. park. A lot, of, yeah, on the on the old side of Richardson Park, where everyone used to refer to it as Dixon Park. Mm, okay, okay. And who who else is play? Who else is playing the? Who's headlining that again? Did you say that? Rat. Oh, Rat is headlining. Yeah, Rat with two T's. Oh, with two. Okay, okay. I know Uncle Fester's going to be there, and I'm a big Fester head. That's for sure. So I'm. I'll, we also, you know, we had we had the money in the grant to get a to get a band going, and uh, we called them. They said they'd do it free of charge. So wow, that's impressive. Yeah, great guys over at Rat. The uh, the whale Terry will be there. I know. I know Clay had mentioned it, but the thing is that we won't be having our normal procedure with Terry being able to be removed from the uh, contain the containers. Um, which is, by the way, I, I think is another clever name. Was the was the container? Uh, because it's like. You know, my name is Tane, and you know, con hyphen pain hyphen er. It's just kind of clever, and it's such a household name that I know that you would have no problem, uh, you know, shoveling your grand grandma or grandpa into one of these tanks and closing the door on them and letting them leaving them in there for uh, several hours. You wouldn't that wouldn't bother you, knowing that I'm the one that makes them. So uh, it's just a nice thing. I figured I'd help out. We're not going to have Terry out of the water how we normally have Terry out of the water. Mm-hmm. And that's because the fact of the matter, the secret and and the reason is that, you know, when they're submerged, they don't contract the virus. And I, and I keep them in, you know, the, the contain the containers and they're, uh, oxygenated water so the whales don't even have to come up and get air. They can just breathe the water, you know, being mammals and all. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, you know, we, I discovered the virus. One thing I want to get across right now, okay, and, and something that's irking me, okay, I, I don't like watching the news, okay? I, I don't like this media, you know, mumbo jumbo, but just like the next guy, all right? But the one thing that's eating me up, and it's not because they're turning it political, it's not because they're arguing about how they're going to help, you know, how they're going to help North Bank and South Bank and the rest of the banks. You know, they're not going to do any of that. What is eating me up is they keep on calling it COVID-19, okay? And this is the problem, is my friend, how this disease really got its name and discovered, all right? I was working on this before it technically hit Wuhan. People say it came from Wuhan. I know where it came from, and it didn't come from Wuhan. 
Okay. I was talking to my assistant. We're doing tests on the whales. We're in our third or fourth trial run on, on trying to stimulate the virus. And, and I'm talking to the director of the CDC, uh, Collins, okay? And he's telling me, he goes, Tane, what do you got for us? And I said, oh, I got the name. And it's because of the way the structure is and, and, how, it, and how it looks. And, and this is important because we've had the COVID disease before. We've had the COVID uh, disease before, okay? But this strain is important. And due to how they align and everything, it's important. So I asked my assistant. I, I go back and I and I yell. I go, "Hey, you know what is uh what was it called?" And I go. They said to me, "They go, it's COVID nine." Tane, get where the confusion is now. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So the guy from the CDC said okay yeah i got it and i was like you see that you get it and i should have verified i was like COVID 19 but you know being funny i said it like that okay no one thinking that he knows he's talking to Tane. well this knucklehead goes out and he talks to cfc cnn <laughs> he's talking to msnbc he's got chuck todd on the phone He's got them all on the phone. Oh my Blitzer is on the phone. He's having a six-way call, and he doesn't even have a condom on, okay? <laughs> this guy's cheap. And he tells him it's called COVID-19, and that's not what it's called. It's COVID-9. You don't even know what COVID-19 would do. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. You don't want to know. And then they unlock COVID-20? <laughs> Forget about game it. Game over. Forget about it. I'm already forgetting. So that's that's my problem. That's my gripe. I'll tell you where it came from, though. And it's a lot of why I'm helping, okay? Mm -hmm. I feel partially responsible. Okay. For the whole... For the, feel, for the cause of this, you feel responsible? The cause of what? Of the whole... Oh, you feel responsible... Yeah, the corona. The coronavirus. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Wow. That's got a way on you. Because, well, the thing is that the reason why I feel responsible is because I couldn't help fast enough. Mm. You know what I mean? So you feel you feel you feel strongly that you if given more time with this, you could have stopped it before it spread. Yeah, I would stop it, and then the next stop, I'm going to fight God. Mm, you have to. Because he started this. He that's did. where it came from. Yeah, I agree. And that's, and that's where my segue is going to go into. I, I know earlier you were talking about Pastor Carpet, but I, ever since we did that talk show with him, he he kept texting me and and leaving me weird voicemails, and I figured, okay, poor guy, maybe he doesn't have some friends or you know something, so I'll call him so i called him and talked to pastor carpet and the guy's great and he and he's turned into someone that i look to and i use as a as a mentor and all of that and and you know i've talked to him and i asked him i said where do you think you know where did you think this comes from and he goes and he looked at me and he's or not looked at me but on the phone i could see he was probably trying to look at me and he goes 
right. So I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna after I fix everyone with after I fix everyone with the whale meat. Because that's the other thing. We're gonna have whale. We're gonna have whale kebabs there. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't harvest the whales. But when they get old, they it's natural. You know, I'm not, and I'm not gonna waste it. No. That see that would be ridiculous if you're wasting it. Absolutely. So that's so we do it. But the thing is that they're so that it's great to eat the whale meat because the thing is is that I'll tell you how it kind of works. Okay, and then this is where the functionality is. And scientists don't think like this anymore, and that's the problem. Is because big science has come in and destroyed your local brick and mortar science. Mm -hmm. Okay, you got big science <laughs> taking over. They get too many. Too much corporate welfare for big science, yep. and they don't think they don't think small and and try anymore. Okay, and, and this is the problem is that I the coronavirus exists in the whales, right? It doesn't exist long. What you actually need is part of the whale meat, is part of the serum that I'm working on. Is because the whales, after a long time, because of how old they are, they have a lot of wisdom, right? Right. So when you eat the whale meat, you get the wisdom too, okay? And if nothing for anything is the science behind it, is that you get smarter and it makes your immune system smarter, and your immune system just gets clever at being the immune system, mm. and it can defeat the coronavirus. Wow. So you're but this has been right. So whale meat will help cure the coronavirus. It makes sense. So like your immune system, the cells in it, they ain't getting stronger. There's not, they're not multiplying. They're just fighting and they're dumb. harder. They're just their and the, strategy. And they're dumb too. Their strategy is just getting better, and they're just walking right around this virus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're just dumb. They're dumb cells. So you eat the whale meat, and the wisdom from the whale meat makes the cells smarter. And that's the thing that big science won't tell you. Vitamins and minerals don't do anything. Wisdom and getting wisdom through... Uh, Whale meat and other types of smart animal meat. Not gonna, not gonna say what you're thinking, but you're, you're, you're yeah, you're right. You eat some of that, but the other thing you're thinking, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, you get smart if you eat people, but that's why we can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's because people get too smart. Yep, it makes perfect but we sense. Need to be but we need to be smarter than this. You know what I mean, Zach? We got to be smarter than this as, as a nation, as a community. I mean, this should have never happened like this. And and that's why after I'm done and I help everyone, I'm going to go and build a rocket ship and I'm going to fight God. <laughs> that's the only solution at the end of this. You, you Speaking. take your ass up and you fight the big man upstairs. I'm tired of it. I am too. He's a dick. It's ridiculous. What is this? You know what I mean? And it put a big dent in my sales. You think I wouldn't like to come on better terms to South Bank and and have a and have a summer festival? We'd be getting ready for spring right now, and I could bring all the recreational whales. 
but no, now all my whales are turning into research whales. Do you think I want that? No, absolutely not. No, I don't, but it's just, I got to do it because I'm, there's no way I'm going to sit around and watch my American people suffer, mm-hmm. especially if no one in big science and big government and big whale farming are going to do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the change I wish to see in the world. Mahatma That's Gandhi. Right. I love that. <laughs> That's right. And I couldn't do it with Clay. Clay is my my conduit. Okay, I if I can get Clay to be on board with me, I have the whole entire city of South Bank on board with me. Mm-hmm. That's the that's that's what's the beauty of this is. And I just said this is your town, this is your park, this is your Elks Lodge, <clears throat> this is your midcom community. Okay. I'm not going to change any of that. I want you to do it how Clay would want to do it for South Bank, Clay's ways. You just tell me to jump, and I say how high. So that's how I think the dynamic is working real well. It seems like you guys have got your kind of your ebbs and flows really figured out here. It's, you're a perfect team. Clay and I have been working on this for 497 years. <laughs> Bottom line. End of discussion on that. Time a long time so clay where where where, how are you feeling about all this i'm just kidding we've only been doing this for about four or five weeks still a fair amount of time but certainly not 497 years i'm more more on edge than usual but i'm i'm still confident we're gonna we're gonna nip it uh tane he really is the tool that's helped me get this job done uh, without Tane and the research from the whales and the whale meat and uh, just overall, I mean, the contained products that we got, we we really are levels ahead of the game. Um, I look around competition, what I see on the inter, on the interweb lately, and uh, our town. You know, although we've been hit pretty hard, we have we have all the ammunition to fight this thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, I'm pretty confident, you know, I mean, but I am going into battle. So yeah. I, I gotta be on edge. I gotta, you know, keep my eyes peeled, but, uh, I, th- I think we got this. Do you, now, do you feel like the people of, cause you've been on the ground with this, uh, from my understanding, kind of taking the fight, you know, to the virus yourself. Do you feel like the people have been, really on board with you about this or do you think there's a bit resistance in kind of joining the uh the fight here well you know we we got farmer farmer bill he's uh he's delivering a lot of you know vegetables and milk and you know stuff from the farmer's market to a lot of the citizens especially the elderly and uh, we really work, we operate well as a small community. Everyone knows each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a couple out-of-towners come in who were infected, and uh, we have them at, uh, at Embassy Suites, mm. and uh, they're, they're quarantined there, and no one else is staying there. We're, we're really handling it quite well. Um, the kids are out playing. Uh, it, it's almost normal but not you know it's it's almost like a vacation yeah but we know we do know it's serious yeah yeah there's a there's a reason for this kind of weird vacation 
Yeah, and I, I don't know if the big man has done all this. Um, I, I do know, speaking of carpet, he he's still holding mass. And from what I hear, there's only he's had a real poor attendance, and he has not been happy about it. Yeah, I would imagine. It's kind of hurting his bottom line also with the donations not coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've I seen that he did tweet, uh, if y'all came to church this this virus would would be gone in in a week and uh i think he might have deleted that now but yeah i did notice that and i i, I saw that what, too what your thoughts were on that zach yeah i mean i know pastor carpet pretty well and i know ultimately that he he means well but i also know that he really means what he says and regardless of whether it's deleted or not you know that is something that he's definitely been stewing over, and I don't. I wouldn't put put it past him to start listing something like that in his church pamphlets and his weeklies. You know, you know, right at the top, kind of taking it to the people. That's kind of the guy that he is, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. And uh, do I've. You, do you think it is the cure? Do I think it's the cure? Now, before before the uh, this call had started. I I was kind of leaning towards that. I was. I won't lie. But I knew that once I had gotten into this conversation with you guys that something else would kind of come on the uh, the back half of it. And I'm starting to really push away from that idea that that is the cure. And I'm starting to really kind of reconsider my relationship with Pastor Carpet. Well... I think you should contact him. First off, make sure he's all right because you never know. Yeah. And again, I I don't know. Maybe bring him on the show and see see if he could try to heal us through the airwaves. I think it's and uh, and I, then we'll watch the levels and see if it goes down. Mm-hmm. It could. It might. If you're hearing it in the building, I mean, you you hear it over the airwaves. I, I think it might work. It might. At this point, we there's... You could use any, anything. It, it, can't, it can't hurt, you know? Exactly. Any, it's worth trying anything at this point. So, Clay, when... Just, uh, I, I won't keep you guys on the phone too long, because I know you guys have gotten work, got work left to do, and then you've got to get to bed, and you probably get up early, got more work to do. But, Clay, I want to pose this to you as kind of the uh, a figurehead in South Bank. When you're on the street, I mean, people are afraid. Bottom line, end of story. Everybody's afraid. People are unsure what's going to happen to their small business. You know, am I going to get this virus? Is it going to kill me? Is it going to kill little Billy Billy Todd? Is, you know, who's dying here? Am I living? I don't know. People are, bottom line, people are frightened. And when somebody comes up to you on the street, when you're heading over to Cousin Buck's house, which I, I would love to kind of ask you about that real quick before we're done here but when you oh buck buck's been bringing me he's been bringing me beans and beer every every couple days so the relationship is good right now yeah yeah we work things out he actually got me a new mower and everything's good okay yeah good good Mm -hmm. but when so when a citizen i mean i he he did take a 30 30 inch he got me a 24 but well the the thought the thought is there thought is there yeah but when when you're when you're on the streets and a a frightened citizen comes up to you and is like you know mr clay i'm scared 
I don't know if my grandma's going to make it. What do I do? What do you what do you tell them to put them at ease? Well, tell them, you know, if you're feeling fear, go into that fear. Push that fear. See how far you can go with that fear. Uh, feel the fear. I mean, it's all going to take you back to the same place. So when people come up with me to me with that kind of stuff, I, I really don't want to hear it because we're all going through it. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, I'm busy trying to solve this problem. I know you're scared, but I can't solve your personal scaredness. It's selfish. I, I don't want to hear it. You just go into that fear and eventually you'll calm down. Agree. I agree. Now, what do you say, Tane? Because you get sick, I mean, the oh. virus, I know we want to beat it. We're at war, but it just wants to live like us, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's another life form, and we got to respect our enemy. Yep. But, I mean, you know, if it beats you, you, you shake its hand and you say, good job. Good you job. Hard. I'm done. I think that's a great way to look at it. You know, you you've got to show some sort of mutual respect with this, and maybe maybe if you started respecting the virus, it I wouldn't mean, it wouldn't minority. care to harm you. Exactly. You know, I think we might we're steps ahead just just having this conference, everyone listening in town, and uh, all the ideas popping up. I think it's going to spark a lot and. We're all going to work towards it and and get rid of this thing real fast. Yeah, I think I think you guys are going to see something really really special starting tomorrow, starting tonight. Honestly, I believe so. Now, Tane, before before I let you guys go, um, how about you? Yeah. What 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 do you have to say to people? Because you're kind of, you know, you're not the figurehead that Clay is, but people are going to start looking to you. For some sort of advice here, you know, and, but, See, and that's exactly right. I know what you're saying, and and I get it because I I think that people may or may not want to listen to me, but they can, um, you know. I, but I've I figured that you know, Clay Clay wrapped it up pretty well. The only thing that I'll say is that you know I just uh, really everything along with eating your whale meat and doing some some of your exercises and other stuff and staying hydrated and washing your hands and keeping yourself away from one another. It's probably the best way along with the whale meat, mostly the whale meat. Yeah. And you want to keep your distance until, until, you know, leading up to the festival. And if this goes through, then we'll all congregate and have a real good time. Mm Mm-hmm. The festival goes through the way we see it is everyone there can get infected at once and quarantine at the festival. Mm -hmm. And then that way you get it over and done with. It's just facing the fear and ripping the Band-Aid off. And together. Everybody's doing it together. And that's the part of the community that we need to, you know, relish. Exactly. I love that. You know, I, I, I love the the spirit behind this, and I love the, the go-get-em attitude here. 
and that you guys are not wasting really any time now that it's real starting to really pick up some steam. You know, I know Clay, the you, you get you've got a big uh, auto you know repair business, oil changes, mowers fixed, all of that stuff. Clay's after hours, I'm sure, is doing well. But when something like this threatens your hometown and your people, you know, the little things start to matter a little bit less, actually. And same goes for you, Tane. You know, you're coming to town, to South Bank. This is, you know, this is your home away from home, but this isn't your home. I know you've got a lot of business going on in Crown Point. But you, yeah, you well, just... you know, I had to, I had to come by, I had to come by and do it, and come and see you guys. But unfortunately, because of what's been going on now, I can't see you. And now I'm just stuck here at the Elks Lodge. I also wanted to say sorry about earlier. I was walking across the bar. I'm sorry about the Aerosmith earlier. I was walking across the the other side of the bar. And no, that's okay. I know it probably got a little loud. I no, apologize a, honestly, for that. Honestly, that was a little bit of a reprieve in these times. All right, well... You know what? I'm gonna let you guys go. I've said it about multiple times. I've said it multiple times here, and uh, I don't want to keep you keep you up here. And but uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of Pastor Carpet. I'll get him on the show, and I think you know maybe we should all check back in sooner than later. Because I think while I think this is going to get under control thanks to you guys, um, I don't know how soon it'll happen for everybody else. And I think maybe your your duties might need to be taken elsewhere but i don't know i don't know what you guys want to do I'm, i don't want to put anything out there but i think well, I, I do yeah, think I, there's a bigger discussion to be had i definitely agree this is a developing story and i feel like it would be a good idea for us to you know check up with you and update you as as it keeps on going agreed agreed all right well boys thank you thank you very much honestly it's always always great to hear you on the show obviously not the greatest circumstance necessarily but nonetheless whatever whatever brings us together uh is great for me and then, you know whatever brings us together is great for everybody else and ultimately at the uh the tail end of this i think everybody will be brought together i agree and i want to thank you zach for giving us this platform to get the message out and uh really bring our ideas together and uh, solve this thing in this this state of emergency we're in. Absolutely. You guys are always welcome. Always welcome for whatever you need. All right. Well, I'll let you go. Uh, Again, thank you very much, and I'm sure we'll we'll, uh, we'll be hearing from you soon and hopefully seeing you soon, too. All right. We'll be talking to you, Zach. All right, boys. Take care. Howdy-do. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Clay and uh, Hurricane Tane on the show here. A lot to a lot to unpack. Uh a lot to a lot to unpack. And I think ultimately what we really can take take from that and th- I mean this applies to everywhere, not just South Bank. But the best way to kind of deal with this other than I mean, ideally medicine, I guess. Um, you know, the, the best way to face your fear in this is to look at it and to not be scared of that fear, to go through the fear. And you know what? Just realize, you know what? I might be okay here. I might be okay. And all you, know, all you can do is your best. Ultimately, all you can do uh, is your, your best here. And... uh 
That's all we got. That's all we got. But on the uh, on keeping kind of keeping up here with the the I don't know, advice isn't really the word, but this the Corona discussion, the discussion we talked about South Bank. You know, the less a little bit lesser known of the city here in in the uh, the directionals, the, the directionals. You know, the northeast, west, south banks. We're gonna head back to where the show really started for just a just a bit here, and we on the line. We have the North Bank Health Advisor, Terrence McMillan. How are you, sir? Thank you for joining the show. It is a genuine honor to have you on the program. Uh, yeah, hi Zach. Thank you. Um, uh, likewise, you've become quite a staple in our community, and I'm uh, put this program out today to help assuage some fears from our community. Thank you much. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Thanks you. I know. I, I I can only. I can't even imagine how busy you've been. So I I really appreciate you taking some time, especially on you know late on a Sunday night here. I know you've got your television. You've got your shows that you love watching, so we all we all do. We all have our shows, so I'm 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 happy and I'm grateful to, that you suspend some time here to, you know, hang out with us for a bit. Yeah, no problem. It's my honor. Um, and actually, if I could uh, steal some time here to get some announcements out first for please, the community, please. So, um, a couple things first to the residents of North Bank and South Bank, um, uh, in particular. Uh, first is an apology. Uh, last month, I ran a public outreach program for seniors, and I have to say that despite the success of uh, teaching seniors cool high fives has been a wondrous uh, activity in bridging the youth and the elderly together. Um, I mean, I've seen so many geriatric folk, uh, you know, dabbing and, and doing the funky chicken <laughs> and hitting the slippery walls, and it was a great initiative, and it brought our young and old people together but uh i have to now say please stop please stop high-fiving uh it was a beautiful moment and i have to say the results have been disastrous with this virus <laughs> outbreak so please people of north bank i i i i implore you stop high-fiving the youth of your community mm. um is no the mayor the mayor has no comments on uh reparations to mexico for outsourcing jobs to China for beer production. Uh, the mayor of North Bank has quite a bit on his plate right now, and that's not that's not a concern of his. Uh, thank you, Zach. Those were those were two major uh, talking points at today's meeting at North Bank. Yeah, thank, and thanks for bringing that up. The the high five thing, I I I'd see, I watched that on the simulcast earlier, and it, it's really kind of it's it's funny because you you. You should really always encourage that kind of interaction, especially with the youth. You want to connect the old oh, was, and the young. It was beautiful. This 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 okay boomer hate slur speech coming out of our youth culture right now. I think we we decided months ago that needed to be addressed head on. And uh, teaching old people cool high five moves seemed to do the trick. Yeah. But now uh, now uh, now we have to reckon with that. Yeah. Uh, that and, backfired. Oops. Yeah, oops. oops, oops, oops. Put I think oops is the best way to put it. Four letters, done, easy. But uh, so I what else? What else? What has been going on here? Because I I haven't been. I don't live in North Bank any longer. Um, so I'm not really on the ground there necessarily. But I, I gotta imagine the way the city's been reacting is similar, perhaps to other places or not. I guess you can kind of fill me in on how the 
the the citizens of the city have been taking to this the the virus outbreak? Yeah, so um, I'm I'm a little discouraged to hear from Clay uh, about the party they're planning to throw in South Bank. Um, this is this is very very disconcerting to me. Uh, North Bank has received um, we have received from the CDC and the federal government, and I quote, in the strongest terms possible, please denounce and dissuade your residents from traveling outside their county or risk large fines to your state budget and county budget this year. Um, and this isn't, this isn't a random warning. Uh, what we've discovered uh, in monitoring our, uh, our supplies, we were concerned that you know, we would run out of toilet paper or meat or dry goods or frozen foods. And it turns out, uh, no, we're pretty good on, on foodstuffs and household staples. Mm. North Bank residents haven't been panicking too much. What we have found, however, is, uh, is there, there, there's no more fix-a-flat. Fix-a-flat aerosol car tire foam has been bought out virtually everywhere within a 25-mile <laughs> radius. And this has brought down some very terrifying oversight from uh, government watchdogs who are now concerned that the North Bank, South Bank epicenter of the coronavirus may indeed spread. Um, and this is a, such a double-edged sword because here we, we, we honor and we, we applaud the pioneer spirit of our North Bank residences, but we have to really, really implore you not to leave. Please don't. If, and if you're trying to leave, why fix a flat? There are yeah, so many other important goods. I don't. <laughs> it's, just, it's baffling to me. Yeah, that 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 type of action is something I would kind of expect to hear out of South Bank almost. But I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head around fix a flat. Like the toilet paper, it makes sense. I don't support the the hoarding of toilet paper. It's terrible. People are acting awful with that. But I understand the the mentality of why maybe. But fix a flat, though, like in this time, is no, that it, really what you're concerned about the most? Is fixing a flat tire? I mean, I, I guess there there are enough hobby mechanics in North Bank that their cars run perfectly fine. So really, the worst case scenario is just a flat tire. And I guess if that's if that's what people are worried about, that their car is in proper running order, and the only thing they need to do to get themselves across the border or avoid this quarantine warning. Is it fix a flat? Um, that again, that pioneer, that industrious spirit of our North Bank residents, I think, must be applauded. Uh, but but please don't leave. Uh, we don't want National Guard troops in North Bank. And if you all start leaving our town with this virus, uh, uh, that'd be bad. That please please don't. Please stay. Mm-hmm. Please please just stay in your house. Please. I agree. I'm I'm 100 with uh, Terrence here on this one. Stay home. Don't leave. Just. Flatten the curve. That's the hot. That's the hot word these days. Flatten the curve, and there's a reason why it's a hot, hot topic, because it's gonna, it'll do something if if you follow those guidelines. Um, let me let me jump into something else here, though. I've been hearing about. I've seen this on the news. Uh, I think News Team News was talking about this the other night around ten o'clock. Yeah, shoot away. The now over over at Greenways, uh, the overnight shift I guess has been normally not a hotbed for shoppers personally i never really understood why they did the 24-hour thing because nobody's really out after about two in the morning but i heard there's been some real heavy enforcement there with guards in front of the doors and men with guns like i don't know what mr derringer is doing if he's laying down the law like 
his own kind of form of martial law, it seems, at the store. Can you kind of – and I've – my grandma has been kind of going passing through North Bank. She's a big time Greenways fan. Loves the donuts there, but people are scared of that. And oh, of course. What I mean, what what can we kind of do? Have, have you heard about this at all? Well, yeah. So, so of course, um, the more the more astute costume clip costume, the more astute coupon clippers and uh, like savvy residences, they know that the overnight shift is is when the stock comes in. So to, to get your freshest fruit and vegetables and, and to get the brand new unwrinkled bag of chips or the, the un, uncrushed box of crackers, you, you gotta go you gotta go overnight to get it when it's fresh off the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has always been popular for some of our residences, but now um, even with the slight amount of panic buying we do see, uh, people are swamping not just greenways, but any twenty four seven. We just seem to be plagued by it personally. Yeah. And uh we we do we, we are concerned with uh, with Mr. Derringer um, only because he never he never filed uh, uh, anything with the city. We we never we never got a request form for additional police. These these are just men with guns. We don't know where he got them. No one really recognizes them. They're yeah. just here now. Yeah, because they're, they're definitely they're not uh, they're not in uniform of any sorts. They're they're really just in jeans and an oversized flannel, and I don't really. Yeah, that's a whole that's a that's a whole other thing that I I kind of hope that gets sorted out by somebody on the inside oh, there. So do I, and and this is this is another benefit to North Bank um, and and not hoarding toilet paper. Um, we 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 on the health board have seemed to have found a reason why North Bank is so uh, apparently stingy. We're we're apparently notoriously good one wipers. Um, and I've, we, we've tracked this down to another program on the egg that aired a few months back. I'm not sure if you remember this. It was on Gary's Gastronomicon. Okay. But he he put out a recipe for this artichoke and split pea five-layer bean dip soup. And this is a very, very <laughs> high-fiber meal that, for some reason, the entire town of North Bank just got hooked. Yeah. And the 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 week following that grocery stores were then out of the necessary ingredients but because people have been on this high artichoke and split pea diet uh it seems as though north bank residences are just notoriously clean poopers now yeah. just 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 people people are foregoing to look at like not even a check wipe yeah i've heard just... anecdotally that people don't even have to wipe once to see they just trust it now they just wow. trust the process oh, wow. of artist- yeah they stand up and they get going they just ghosted that yeah it's 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 great so uh, i want to i want to give a shout out to uh, gary's gastronomicon uh there again aired on the on the uh, on the egg every tuesday and thursday of opposite months yeah gary's uh, gary's so really Gary is a Gary's a good guy to everybody who's listening here on the egg. If you haven't checked out that show yet, definitely much different than this. Uh, different kind of crowds, but I think there's there is some there's some carryover. So if you like this show, check out Gary's show. You know, I'm a big proponent of the station. Obviously, I want you to listen to us as much as you can. But if you have some time on a Tuesday or Thursday night, check out Gary. Obviously, everybody else seems to think his. Uh, you know his his recipe is a hit, so I'm sure he's got plenty more where that came from as far as content goes. And with with that in mind, I did uh, uh, ruffling through some feathers here after today's marathon meeting of the North Bank City Health Board. Um, I did find a post-it note uh, scrawled in in what I'm sure isn't even a writing implement, but it says that 
Greenways will be restocked with vegetables and fruits tonight, Sunday, for morning for the morning crowd and the morning shoppers. Mm -hmm. So, so I can't speak to the armed militia that's formed and now is setting up a Coachella-like camp out in the parking lot with Woody Guthrie and various acoustic guitar country music. But (laughs) I will say that the grocery store itself is uh, is is running smoothly and they are doing their best to stock the shelves with the staples and the necessities to get us through this. That's good to hear. Even despite the guns, it's good to hear that they've got people. I know, I know they've got a great workforce over there. Can't speak about the guns much. I don't know about that, but beyond that, they've got a good crew, uh, especially during the daytime and they're going to do things uh, the right way. So, and, uh, another, another thing too, and I won't, I won't keep you too long. I'm sure you've got stuff to, stuff to kind of get a hold of here. Oh, and... I, I'm, I'm done for the day, but I've been awake for a week straight, so okay. the mess is starting to wear off. Um, it's the finest North Bank has to offer, but even, you know, even, even, even that, here, yeah. Bam Bam yeah. can't keep it through. Okay. No. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, I've, now, here's, I want you to kind of touch on this. So last weekend, St. Patrick's Day weekend, of course, and this is kind of when the virus really started to ramp up a bit. Not everybody started taking it seriously, but the the, the, they were starting to mandate, hey, stay inside if you can. Socially distance yourself from other people. Now, what I saw, there was, I was driving through the town to get to South Bank and then to go out of South Bank. I wasn't really trying to stay there. But the, I passed by uh, Six Carat Gold, the, uh, the well-known gentleman's club, we'll say. And oh, it yeah. was completely packed. Not a single person was socially distancing themselves. Not a single person. I saw everybody I knew from high school there. Everybody was there. And what do you? What are we? What do we? What do we do about this? Because it seems like there's a lot of people that aren't taking it seriously in North Bank. South Bank seems to start. They're starting to really mold together as one. But North Bank, it's almost like they're so highfalutin and just snobby that they're like oh this doesn't affect me you know what do we do well, about the, that we have we have been pleading with the mayor for upwards of three days now straight telling him and and trying to convince him that six carat gold and, and the other adult gentlemen's clubs in the town aren't essential they, they really aren't but you know after his divorce he's been taking it pretty hard and it's really hard to get through to them sometimes mm-hmm. so if, if you if you if you know if you know the mayor please try to talk to him to help convince him that the the adult strip clubs are uh non-essential and and maybe maybe we can all chip in to help give him some better therapy than uh whiskey steak tips and the best plastic surgery that south Bank has to offer <laughs> i think i think it's not it's not so good as he thinks it is for him yeah um no, North Bank. You know, it's again, it's that pioneer spirit. It's 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 the it's it's being told that we need to be social distancing under quarantine that drives North Bankers to want to roam and take advantage of those cheap plane tickets and leave and feel the wind beneath their wings. Uh, it, it, it's just part of it's part of us. It's part of in our blood to just shock authority and and, and reject it outright. But you know, it, it's 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 the, the cynic in me says. Well, if if you don't listen and you don't you don't you know you ignore this problem, it'll kind of fix itself because yeah. you won't be around. Yeah. So go nuts, I guess. Just, yeah. You know, don't go kissing your grandma after you go out to the strip club. Yeah. Um, 
Not that you should anyway. You, should, yeah, you again, shouldn't have been again, before. We're raising, we're raising money for a therapist for the mayor, so we'll be glad to put you in as well. Yeah. If, 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 you have, if you have mother issues where you kiss your grandmother after going to the strip club, please go to our city website and apply for a public therapy, and we'll, we'll get you sorted out. Great. Lots of great service, public therapy. And uh, another another thing, too. I mean, there, there's a I, – I, Jesus Christ. There's a list that we could talk about all night. Uh, and it seems like so the governor of the state, Andrew Cuomo, uh, I don't know if you've met him before or not, but he – it seems to, starting tomorrow – the official ban on non-essential businesses is going into place. 100% of the workforce should be working from home. If they can, if you are not essential, you should not be open. I was driving, again, I was driving down through the city, and I passed by Jerry's Bolarama, which is not a bowling alley. It is a store in North Bank that sells specifically bowling equipment, not something you see almost ever outside of a bowling alley, the pro shop. This is its own brick and mortar. Jerry is saying his store is essential. And now I know North Bank has a big bowling scene, huge bowling scene. The beans, the North Bank beans, I, I say the beans, but I, I, I forget that not everybody understands that North Bank has a pro bowling team called the beans. The, the beans are pushing through their season as if nothing is happening. Is this something you can get behind as a North Bank resident and presumably a huge fan of bowling? I am personally a huge fan of bowling, and there are absolutely 100% unanimous backing from the North Bank Health Board behind the North Bank beans okay. to continue bowling. <laughs> we need... We need our brave boys in maroon. Uh, we need our brave boys in maroon to be out there throwing balls down the alley. Just make sure you clean your balls. Those those three holes on every ball are pretty deep and they're hard to get to. So make sure you're cleaning it. But you know, there, there's there's a reason bowling is so big in North Bank, and that's that. Uh, that's because there's a lot of alcoholics. I'll be frank. You gotta you gotta get a lot of these men out of their homes. Keeping keeping North Bank men and women in their homes leads to a lot of, uh, how shall we say, domestic violence, and they need to be out. So having their North Bank beans as, as a, a lightning rod for aggression and sportsmanship is actually, it's actually necessary, uh, I have to say, in North Bank. Uh, virus be damned. Uh, we need to get the people away from their spouses because they, they just can't be grown-ups about this little marriage thing. Yeah. Well, that's, you know what? I was about to say that's not the answer I expected, but after some thought, that is the answer I hope for. You know the, the... North Bank, North, yeah. There's there's a lot of contradictions in this town, and and you learn to you learn to love its little pockmarked, you know, acne scarred butt. There's there's lots of North Bank bits that you just have to you have to embrace with the arms, even though it's actively piercing you or burning you and it hurts. But you just you just got to make do. Yeah, it's all you it's can. Part do. of being a North Bank city official. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You you have a job that I definitely do not envy. I respect the hell out of you. Do not envy you, though. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, before I let you go, do you have anything you want to say, now that you've got this platform here, um, do you have anything you would like to say to whoever is listening in the uh, the directional cities here, North Bank, uh, South Bank, East Bank, West Bank? Anything you want to say to them? Please help out to your neighbors in need. You know, 
um, if a full if a full quarantine goes into effect or things are shut down, um, you may be the closest place of a loaf of bread, not the store. So please try and keep that you know that in mind uh, as as a city of as a city as a city of of good neighbors. Uh, let's let's try and help each other out here as much as we can. Absolutely, I agree. I completely reflect the, st- the statement by Terrence here. If you if you your neighbor is in need, if somebody you know needs something, and you can still help people while being socially distant. You don't have to hand it to them face to face. You don't have to give them a hug every time you give somebody, you know, some extra sugar. Put it on the porch. Give them a call. Hey, check in on them. Hey, hey, I got your nudie mags. They're on the porch, man. I know times are tough. You can't get out the house. Big deal. Help them out. Whatever. Just stay together. That's the whole thing. South Bank, North Bank, bit of a rivalry there, but they kind of, at the end of the day, Look now look at me. If you're watching this, look me right in the eyes here. Togetherness. Everybody needs to come together here. And every every togetherness. little every city is gonna have their quirk, but at the end of the day we're all in it together. Beautifully said, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Terrence. Well I I think we will certainly be having you on the show again as kind of this whole thing progresses because like I said earlier in the program here. We're just kind of getting rolling. I think you, you've you got a good plan. Uh, Clay and Tane both have a good plan. I think you got the cities here are going to move at a much faster rate than most other places. But I don't think we, we're... We do, we do have a lot of... Uh, we do lack a lot of social mores, and, and uh, we do lack a lot of embarrassment about... Um, to be frank, just a lot of open mouth uh, greetings. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I fully expect our town to be um, rapidly approaching a severe situation. Well, I hope uh, I hope you you and everybody else involved are as prepared as can be, and I hope that you guys get a, come out on the end of this better than before. Thank you. So do we. All right. Well, th- thank you again, Terrence, for calling in. Uh, we'll have you back soon, and stay safe out there. And I'll, hopefully, I'll see you on the news sometime. You as well. Good luck. All right. Take care, man. Thank you. All right. Terrence McMillan, health board advisor in North Bank. And that, my friends, is the show. That is the Hot Dirt Show. And like I said, this is not something we do super often. It started as a weekly program and kind of dispersed as people's lives start to change a little bit. Nobody here gets paid to do anything, you know. We're all just in this for fun. Everybody's busy nowadays, all that. But we do the best we can with what we got. And you know what? I think we do pretty damn well. Despite not doing the show very often, I think we do pretty damn well, if I do say so myself. Obviously biased, but what can I say? Now, with that being said, I want to talk about one thing again really quick before we get out of here. I had mentioned this on the show on Thursday for about two minutes, maybe less. But I want to talk about something very fast. And I think Josh and I will probably discuss this uh, on its whole own thing in time. But we last summer we were uh, called upon to create a comedy series, which is obviously what we love to do. Uh, we love to make the people laugh here. Try our best. And... We got called upon to make a series for somebody else. Now, this is not something we'd ever done before, and we're excited at the prospect of it. And 
first and foremost, we got paid to do it, yes. It's always nice to get paid to do something. And this was the first time any of us have ever got paid to do anything for Hot Dirt, which is pretty awesome as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but we got we got called upon to do, the, do this series, came up with a concept called uh, Kaminsky. The show is on Instagram. It's on YouTube. It's on my website at ZachPape.com. It really should be on the Hot Dirt website, which I'm trying to rework to get more stuff on there. Um, go and search it. Watch it. And long story short here, we did this series, had a ton of fun doing it. Josh was involved. Uh, Brandon was involved. Mike and Alex were both involved. A lot of people were involved in this, maybe whether they were on camera or behind the camera. And we did this all on our own, all our, completely our own idea, rise didn't, you know, huff and puff about anything, no matter how weird it was, no matter, you know, how strange the idea is. And no, whatever we wanted to do, they were down with. And that, to me, is one of the most important things you can find in another person, is their willingness to support you regardless of what your idea is. There was no pushback. They had full faith in us. And I knew the series would be good. I knew it would. I'm not always super... I, I'm, I'm almost always proud of the work that I do. I'm not always super excited by it necessarily at the end. I think that's pretty common. But I really felt strongly about how well that s- series came out. And for years... there, there Now, in Buffalo, there's an award ceremony uh, called the Addies. It's run by the Advertising Club of Buffalo... All the big agencies submit work to mostly design, print work. Uh, there's some video stuff too, and I've always wanted to submit something to it under the Hot Dirt name, and just never really had something that I felt like deserved to be in it necessarily. But I really wanted to put something in there. Just to, I just wanted to see our name win something, and it's obviously like winning awards is whatever, but it's nice to be appreciated for something in that way. And long story short, that is exactly what we did. We went in there, and we won! Because Hot Dirt doesn't lose. Bottom line, you put us up against anybody, and maybe our production value isn't the greatest thing on Earth. Maybe it's not. But the amount of heart, and the amount of belief that we have in the work that we create, whether we do it often or not that often, is uncomparable to everybody else. And I'm not saying that to put down other people. There's people, everybody has their own kind of level that they work at and their own belief. I'm not saying, Oh, we believe in our stuff more than those people. I know that's kind of what I just said. I take that back, but we have such a love and passion for this stuff that is completely homegrown answer to nobody. And we did it. We got in there and we won and boom, hot dirt on there. It's really small. You can't see it. Absolutely cannot see it. But we did it. So I want to thank Rise Collaborative, Kevin Heffernan in specific, for uh, calling upon us to do that. I want to thank Josh Zimmerman for really going along on the ride with that for me. Going along on the ride with me. I want to thank Brandon Baird, of course, for being involved. I want to thank Mike Roman for being involved. Alex Martina for being involved. Some of the funniest people that I know ever got involved and were passionate about it. And they supported the mission. 
And the best part of all of that is we're just getting started here. We're just getting started. The tip of the iceberg. The little tip of the iceberg. We're at the top of the mountain, baby. And we're still only halfway there. Think about it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And thanks for just going on, the lo- going on this ride with us. Who knows where it's going to go? Got some ideas. Got some big ideas. But who knows where it's ultimately going to go. But at the end of the day, we love doing this. And that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. My name is Zach Pape. I'm the host of the show. We're going to get through this corona thing together. I know this show is all about comedy and having fun. There's a lot of real sentiments said, though, and that is one of them. We're going to get through this together. We're going to come out on the other end better than we were before. Because really, that's the only option. That's the only option. And that's not in a desperate way. But what else is there? You go through it together. You get through it together. And then you're done. And you're better than you were. And that's what's going to happen. Thanks, Thank you, everybody. This has been the Hot Dirt Show. You were just listening live at hotdirt.net. If you want to listen to past shows, search on the archive feed, whether it's on Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And thank you very much to 93.3 The Egg for also believing in the show. Thank you, everybody. Hot Dirt Show, back again. Uh, Soon, maybe next week. I mean, we're we're all cooped up, so let's do some more programming. How about that? Thanks for everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. But us, like other angry horse, discuss what threats were made before. We don't need them anymore.